Two weeks ago on the show, we reviewed jackets, and last week, we reviewed jack-o'-lanterns. So we've found ourselves in a bit of an unintentional jack-themed month. So this week, we finish out the jack trilogy with another jack-related topic, Jackbox Games. Hi, everyone. Welcome to How Star Wars Is It? The only podcast. And the hosts of that show are me, Mike. And me, Josiah Robinson. <laughs> Sometimes we got I say all my last the name. business out of the way. We got one of the last names. And what we do on the show is we review things. You know, uh-huh. uh, Siskel and Ebert, yes. Ebert and Roper. Roper uh, and another name. I was trying to yeah. think of a. Like a joke. Um, See, Martin, Martin Short, Short Short. Steve. Yes, Short Stack. (laughs) But we aren't aren't reviewing like uh, Rotten Tomatoes where we're telling you if we think something's good or bad. Yeah. We may say if we think something's good or bad, but that's not what the final score is. The final score for every topic is how related to Star Wars that thing is. For example, Star Wars movies tend to get fairly high scores. As you hear, uh, every episode at the end of the month this year, we've been doing a, a revisit a of revisit. Star Wars movies. But but this, this week's topic um, may <laughs> not be getting a high, high score because yeah. this week we're talking about, well, hey, it's our first ever video game you play on both your TV and your phone. It's true. <laughs> And I guess, and I guess, like video game company too, in a way, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, we to, to sort of go off what we said it's, in the intro. It's our first company we've ever reviewed where we have friends who work there. Yes, correct. <laughs> as as anyone in the in the Chicago comedy community or adjacent to will attest, at some point you will have a friend who who works at Jackbox. Yeah. And they will be on your podcast. Yeah, shout out to CJ. Still one of my favorite episodes. Favorite yeah, games that was we've almost ever done. exactly two years ago because I feel like that yes. was during the spooky season. It was. We did. We did the thing. That was crazy. Um, that's wild and, that we've been doing this show that long. Um, and Jackbox Games. In fact, I think the newest pack just came out today or this week or something. And that's why we're doing this. Yeah, Definitely. we we have been planning the Jack thing all along. <laughs> yeah, it's not because we. Did jackets and then Jacqueline and then I texted Mike going, we've done two Jack things that start with Jack in a row. Should we do another Jack thing? Right. And we managed to not do any Jack that is a like a guy. Yeah. And also like Jack. <laughs> like jacket is not like a Jack thing. You know what I mean? Like that's its own mm. word. Right. Jack-o'-lantern no, has right. the name Jack in there. And then, like, Jackbox, what does that mean? That's like... Well, so it comes from the game You Don't Know Jack. Right. And then they're, like, they made, like, a box, like a pack that had multiple games in it. And, and it you know, like, one of them was You Don't Know Jack or whatever. So it's not... You're not... Um, it's not a actual word. It's, like, something that they made up. 
Which is cool. Yes. Just confirming. But it's funny because it is very close to Jack in the Box. And I have certainly heard like a friend one time was like, have you ever played Jack in the Box? Yes. And I was like, I think I like, I'll go ahead and make the leap. I know what you're saying. (laughs) Oh, I just Googled Jack in the Box and Party Pack 6 is free for Nintendo online users. So I'm going to go ahead and download that one. I get off this call. Um, Yeah. So, okay. I'm sure that many of our listeners and many people became more familiar with Jackbox games during the pandemic Mm. because it was a great way to play games with people you were not in the room with. Um, You could pretty easily digitally like uh, play at the same time, like video chat and kind of share a screen and, Mm -hmm. you know, figure out we we did that. We had like a semi-weekly game with my family that my sister kind of like, I think it was like maybe a month into the pandemic and my sister was like, this sucks. Like I would like, I would like to have fun with people. Uh-huh. And so we, you know, would do a game every, every, every two weeks or so. Um, but as also a Chicago comedy community person, you played Jackbox before the pandemic, right? Oh, sure. In fact, I played it probably more frequently pre pandemic. I certainly played it over the pandemic, but I didn't do a whole lot of like group hangouts because I spent my days on Zoom. I think a right. lot of people like, oh, you know, you're, yeah. I, and I mean like I'm lucky, I suppose, but like a lot of people lost their jobs or like weren't on Zoom all day every day and like were looking forward to doing Zoom calls. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, I feel like that's the... But yeah, yeah, we would play it all the time. In fact, past and no doubt future guest of the show, Pete Byrne, but also, of course, Michael Delaney, the, the, um, that crew, we would play at Pete and Renee's house all the time. Um, yeah, it was like my go-to... I think the third party pack was the one that like I discovered, quote-unquote, when I moved to Chicago, and it was because like some yeah. other friends had it. I feel like that's maybe right when like that was the one when Quiplash came out and yeah. that one is like number one with a bullet like the game for comedy people yes, the go to Chicago like yeah that one had Quiplash had faking it which was also fun for a group I okay so faking it I have a great story about that we got Jackbox and I got it on like Steam on my laptop so yeah. that I could bring it home and play it with my family um, and uh, we explained the rules to faking it the the game itself explains the rules but we explained it ahead of time just so everybody got it and then we watched the video and we're like make sure you watch this and the very first thing uh you know it was like all right get ready to do the thing that your phone says or whatever three two one and my sister my mom and i all like raised our hand or whatever and my dad was like what mine just says you are the faker. Try to blend in. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yes, it's so funny. It's oh, like, well, that uh, that means you are the one of the four of us who is trying to convince the rest of us that you are not the faker. I think I told this story too before on the show. Maybe speaking of people getting Jackbox rules really wrong, <laughs> because in the many times we did play, we had a couple different party packs. Like I have the third one. I think my brother bought one of them, my older brother, and then like my sister might have gotten one. But there was one, which whichever one is it that has the there's like a a, a robot rap battle thing, uh-huh, yeah, where it gives you a sort of couple prompts and like words, and then you kind of have to like make a, like a rap up, or whatever rhyme. Yeah, you have to like basically f- finish a. It'll give you like a starting line, and you like write the rhyming next line, and like my dad wrote the most insane thing that we were all like 
dying because it was hilarious unintentionally but it was like what we realized is that he thought you had to rhyme every uh, single oh yeah, word, every yeah. <laughs> with every single word and i was like what like um, why would you like think in, that uh, I know the uh, I know the action in the street is exciting, but Jesus, between all the bleeding and fighting, I've been reading and writing. Like, yes, yes, bleeding exactly. Bleeding and fighting, reading and writing. Exactly. And so, like, he was like, "Well, it said you had to rhyme the, the next line, so I thought you had to rhyme with every word." And I was like, "Why did you think that?" Yeah, you shouldn't have thought that. I was like, "There's no <laughs> songs that are like that." And he was like, "Well, I don't know rap," and I'm like, "This is this this is fake. This isn't rap. This is like you've." <laughs> Yeah. heard songs do, before dad do you think that in rap yeah someone is rhyming <laughs> every single word every time like someone says a sentence and then manages to rhyme every word with that sentence multiple times over and that that's that's why and, and then but the, the wildest thing was that my sister-in-law did the same thing where like hers came along and she was like i thought it was and i was like you both thought and it was just such a like weird jump in my like in their brains where I was like I don't know and, and and sometimes I think I do this thing where like I maybe don't give people enough benefit of the doubt and I just think like what a wild assumption for you to make like <laughs> or like what a wild thing for you to say or like what a weird take or what a weird like thing that you thought was normal that like is absolutely not normal and like sometimes people like maybe I'm too judgy or whatever but in this case I was like truly how did you get there because I don't like you've heard songs before, you know that not every word of every line of every song rhymes with the previous line or before. Yeah, and in fact, if you saw that you had like a like a ten word sentence you had to that you thought you had to rhyme every word with, wouldn't you actually at first go, "Do I have to rhyme every?" You know, like wouldn't yes. you say something? <laughs> yes, wouldn't you go like, "Wow, that's a lot of words I have to this rhyme with." This like, feels kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it took him so long. It took him the full two minutes. Yeah. And. And, and it was like did that thing where he like finished the first line but then didn't do his second line because he didn't have time because he ran out of right. time and so it like filled in the second line for him which was even funnier because it was like first line insane rhyming every word computer generated third line two word computer generated answer and we were like what's going on dad we we just played a game it's actually not a jackbox game but it's it's very similar ilk and it's it's like cool to me to find out that this is like a bit of a genre now that like yep. there's other games that you can kind of do with a group but um it was on a zoom call and the the, the app is called like gardic phone g-a-r-t-i-c i don't know what that means but um it's it's the game that you've probably played before where you have a piece of paper and you write something on it and everyone passes their paper to the left oh, yeah. and then you have to draw what they wrote and yes. then you pass the drawing to the left and then they have to write what they think the drawing is and it like goes back and forth and back. Love and forth. that game. But it was on online so like you're using like your mouse or if you're on like a phone you can use your finger or whatever. And uh it's it's a blast. It's so fun. Yeah. And then uh, and then of course it replays all of everybody's drawings and phrases, so you can see like the evolution. It's it's cute. It's fun. We but play that. that same app has one. It's the same premise that you draw something and hand it to another person, or it, it randomly gives it to the next person. But um, what it gives to the next person is like your image as a watermark, so they can trace over it and do the next frame of an animation. Oh, so like a flip book or, you know, like cell animation. And the person who was running the group explained it, explained it again. We started playing it. And like after we all drew our first one and it went to the next person, she explained yet again, like this is how this works. And 
<laughs> between like every new drawing that we would, you know, it's like, okay, time's up, next one, and you'd get the next drawing. Every single time, someone would kind of go, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Like at least two or three people. And then, and then like she kept explaining how it works. And it was probably, there were like seven of us and it was probably drawing number four or five that someone finally went, oh, okay. Well, I think probably all the animations are going to have a problem in them. <laughs> and it's There's like, going to be one in the middle that's not good. understand? I... But I, I mean, wonder, I guess I have a bias of having like done animation before and having well, made flip books and having like watched behind the scenes, you know, like whatever. But it's like, fuck. <laughs> well, you know, I don't even know if that's an animation thing so much as like, because I have this like, it's it's not a theory necessarily as it is just like something I've observed is that like some people are good at learning rules to anything, but like to a new game or to a new uh-huh. whatever. And some people aren't. And like, I think I think it really is how much experience do you have learning new rules to things? And I think like... That's maybe part of it. I think I think there's also a bit of just like the rules of how like frames on yeah. film work. You know, like if you draw exactly over what the last drawing was, that thing's going to stay in place. Right. You know, like... It will look the like same. There, that, that is like a bit of like a visual like two plus two equals four that you have to do to like figure that out. But like... I, I hear what you're saying though. Right. Like I well, like, I, you know, I recently learned a new board game and I was talking out the rules and listening to the rules being explained and I had lots of questions, but it was actually more like 30, 40 minutes into the game that I was like, I feel like I have fully wrapped my head around how this game works. <laughs> well, and, and I think like it depends on your background and everything because like I played a lot of Magic the Gathering in high school and college, which is like a very crunchy rules heavy game that it's constantly getting like new rules and like new keywords put into it. Right. And so like pretty much any time I'm learning a new board game, I'm like, I'll, I'll be fine. Like I'm like, I'll figure right. it out. And like, it's like the whole thing about color. Like, yes, exactly. You have words for all those things. You, you have a, a concept of what victory points versus yes. currency versus, you know, <laughs> yes. like <laughs> it is, it is easy for me to pick up new games. And I think similarly, like in Jackbox, like it's like, cause my dad would no matter the game, my dad and my mom, like they're both like a little older, you know, would be the last people to kind of understand, especially if it was a game that wasn't just like write a joke because right. you know, Quiplash is just like write a joke, which they, they get that. They're not funny at it, but they get it. Yeah. And then like the other games that were like more involved or had more of a gamey aspect to them, like they would be the last people to figure it out. And that's partly right. a generational thing. Like, you know, they're not, they haven't played computer games as much, like whatever. Sure. But I do think it also is like, like if you, the more n- rules you've learned and yeah. I was going to say I think it can apply the to like improv more likely a new rule will be that that you've already learned <laughs> yes and like 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 uh m- one of the reasons I think maybe like you were good at it aside from the animation stuff and like other things is like improv you're constantly being given like all right here's the setup here's the rules to this little wacky world we're doing right you know or or like any kind of creative thing where your mind is being where you have to meet constraints it's like okay this is the setup for this like project you only have this amount of stuff like there's like we're essentially being given you, new you, constraints you have to take this arbitrary topic but compare it only to star wars exactly <laughs> Like, and so, it, like, we're that is good definitely at that. something that, like, when I was first explaining this show to people when we had first started it, I realized I was I was um, 
jumping to conclusions that I thought people could jump with me to. You yeah. know, like we we are we review things, but like of how Star Wars they are, and it's like, oh, I needed to maybe give you one more sentence yeah. because well, to the layman that means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there is a certain person who you say that, and they immediately go like, I get it, got it, yeah. And then like, and then when you explain it to them, they're like, yeah, no, I got it. And then, but then there is another like, and actually, there's probably several different groups of people among this sort of like understanding of our show, but there is another group where it like takes a second to be like, okay, but like eventually they get there. But I think it's that same kind of thing of like. There are people that learn rules like quickly. Like, I see. All the Star Wars movies are a 10. And we'd be like, well... <laughs> well, you might think no, that. No, only one is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what a good but show we have we're made. stupid. <laughs> what did you say recently? I can't remember if this was in a Patreon or if it was in a real, uh, like, a main feed episode. It was like, like... <laughs> oh, if something is worth doing, it's worth doing well or whatever, right? Or, like, it's... in. If, if you want something yeah and it was like well the fact that we're doing this that means that it's good then right like by that it means property that it is good <laughs> and yeah. i was like yeah the fact that we're doing this show means it's good the end creating for the sake of creating is good yeah and we are certainly not creating for money <laughs> that's true we are we have not sold out and we have, we can make that guarantee yeah Anyways, um, Jackbox. But, okay, so so Jackbox things. Um, there's a game. I don't remember if it's in like six or I can't remember. But and I also can't remember what it's called. But it's um, <laughs> it's like everyone first has to write down like a problem that needs to be solved, and mm-hmm. then other people, you know, like in Jackbox style, all those things that people just wrote are assigned to different people or whatever. Right. And then you have to like make an invention that solves that. And then like uh, the next person has to like draw it or something like that. And then the last person has to like pitch it or, or maybe I'm conflating two things. I, I think I am. I think I'm conflating. I think, I think you get a problem sent to you and then you create an invention and a name and all that stuff. And then you pitch it to the group or whatever. Wait, and is it's that the fun. one where you're essentially doing a PowerPoint like to pitch it? Well, yeah. Cause so that was the other thing that I was conflating it with, which is, which is truly a blast. You're doing like a blind, like a naive PowerPoint essentially to use the short form term naive, meaning like I was out of the room when all of these decisions were yes. made, but I have to be the one to present it. And that one is just so funny because like you have to you're you're presenting and like it alternates between like a random photograph and like a random sentence and yes. you get it and you're like and that's why grandma's piss yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yes. it's, it's so, so funny i played that one with the group of friends over the pandemic and it was like it was the most fun being the person who gets to tee up like like images and like uh-huh. the next phrase because you're like yeah. what, are, what are they saying right now all right here's a picture of a moon and a werewolf and then yeah. they have to like you know <laughs> so so fun I, hey you know we're talking about these games these are good games they're really good games there's a lot of them there's eight the eighth pack just came out and of course when we had cj tour on the show who does work for jackbox he was promoting um the uh gosh what was it called it I was believe the it was, thing game basically yes it was a uh, party pack six which had push the button push the button that's right yeah yeah which is the essentially hidden role alien game which essentially it's among us which is yeah, wild. right like i think actually among us was already out of that time because among us like had been out for a while before it blew up during the pandemic but it's mm-hmm. the same 
a very similar structure as Among Us and that there is an alien, you know. And now, those like faking it or hidden identity type things, I am just such dog shit at being <laughs> the the faker because I'm bad at lying and I'm bad at um, if someone like looks me in the eye and asks me like something, I'm always like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> um, There's a really fun one I like. What was it called? I think it's Champed Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, like, Pokemon Stadium-looking one. Yeah, it's you like have... you draw something, Yeah. and then someone else draws something, and then they're, like, going head-to-head in an actual fight, and you have to, yeah, like... Right. But it'll give you, like, a prompt of, like, who would win in a... And it's not always, like, an actual fight. It's, like, who would win if it's, like, you know, a, a race or, you know... Yeah, a, or a beauty contest. Yes, and then it, those are super fun. The world's saddest dad or something. Yes. <laughs> they are good games. We do have some friends that work on them. Sometimes it's interesting, too, because, like, there's a lot of jokes, but also, like, a lot of times it's, like, half jokes because, like, all Quiplash is... is is setups right like right which is i think a hard job in of itself to be it, like it is. what could in be fact, a we, funny we'll find out more about that later yes. in the game but um <laughs> it's funny because there will be rounds where the two you get are like ah, man i don't know what i could do with this that would be funny right speaking of have you ever been in a group that you're, you you like don't know the people very well and it yep. takes you an entire game of quiplash to be like got it so come is the thing that makes right. you guys laugh <laughs> I feel like okay, coming from coming from improv, going into more theater, I feel like yeah. I had the re- reverse reaction or like reverse experience where like I would play Quiplash with like improv people, and it would like quickly devolve into like very stupid like blue, bits, like yes, recurring right. bits, you know, stupid humor, come humor, you know, right. shit, piss, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> not all the time, but sometimes. And then like then I went to play with theater people, and I would try to do like bits and like right. bury stuff like repeat stuff and uh-huh. it just would not land and I was like oh you guys are playing this in like a w- sort of real way where you're like actually trying to say something funny and then determine what the funniest thing is right. and not in like a dumb way where you're just saying piss like over like having over a again. party and being funny at it yeah <laughs> I was like okay so this is so I'm not I was like I'm not gonna win this <laughs> you guys are doing like math yeah you guys are playing I, like I tend to do the mathy way too because like when the the callback thing is like whenever whenever um if you're in an improv show even if even if another group is performing and you're going next as soon as someone goes meta the fucking night is ruined like as soon as someone says like hey uh we're not doing too well in the scene or you know like calls attention to that they're doing improv like yeah it's really hard to not then do that yourself as the next group or the group after that and like the same is true about callbacks in Quiplash. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as the rule is established that, like, oh, this person mentioned this again and that got a big pop, like, everyone starts going for callbacks. And right. so I'm always like, damn it, I do want to do the comedy math thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been in groups of that, too, where I'm like, my joke was, like, objectively funny. And it is <laughs> wasted on you all. Yeah. the Playing with my family is fun because, like, my sister is I think the funniest person in the family in general but she's like sort of secretly the funniest person because she doesn't do comedy she doesn't like she's not in like she she's a musician and, and right. a singer and a pianist but like doesn't really pursue performance arts in any way really but is just so fucking funny especially in a quiplash format where it's set up in a punchline and like I can always, one of my favorite things with my family is to 
know exactly who put what before right. it's revealed. Yeah, right. Because it, because it, I'm always like, good one, Janae. And then it, when it is her, I'm like, hell. And the thing is, with my sister, like 95% of the time, I know exactly which answer was hers uh-huh. because I know her cadence. And it's also like the way she types things because there's comedy with like, you know, not capitalizing punctuation. something. Yeah, right. Yes, punctuation, <laughs> putting um in there, like stupid things that she does that are that yeah. kill every time and i'm like i always know which one's her which is like also just a fun you know brother sister close in age thing right, which you might right. have experienced this thing with ally we've talked about this before like growing up together you have a very similar reference point right like sh- so i i and always like know language which, yes so i always know which quiplash is hers and like there are times and these are my favorite things when she calls me to try to remember something but she's so bad <laughs> at explaining what it is that it's always like just the most fragmented things in the world. And she's like, okay. Like the other day she'd called me and she was like, I'm trying to think of a song, the name of a song. It was like, I think it was like a Jesse song, our older brother. And maybe it was on rock band or something. And there was I maybe like uh, the word I, and I was like, lazy eye by silver sun pickups. And she's like, yes. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> Thank Allie you. Allie and I are exactly that way. <laughs> yeah, like she, yeah. she she texted me recently and said, "Hey, what's the best part of the song Brown-eyed Girl by Van Morrison?" And I responded in the text with um that part where he goes, "With a right before transistor radio, like running yeah. down the old man with a transistor radio." And she was like, "Yeah, what what I had in my head was transistor radio, but yes, you're right." <laughs> It's my um, favorite. The, the, um, there, there's a Jackbox game that's like, uh, it's like uh, attack the internet or be, break. Oh yeah, the internet. survive the internet. Yeah, survive the internet, and like uh, you'll get like a picture, and you have to provide the headline of the news article that that's the thumbnail for or whatever. And there was one that like unanimously won the night that was Caitlin's when we were playing at Pete and Renee's. And that was like right after we had like, maybe, maybe we had been dating for a while, but like we hadn't hung out with like one of our groups of friends much prior to then. And so like, uh, you know, you're aware that like someone who you brought is like, doesn't know the group. Yeah, so you're like, you're like, Oh, I hope they do well at quiplash. Yeah, like it's such a like unique up. feeling like, Oh gosh, I hope they do well at quiplash. I had that with Charlie playing with my family. Cause she was over at my parents' house a bunch. And I would always uh-huh. be like, don't fuck this up. Yeah. Be funny. Be funny. <laughs> but, um, the, the picture was like an orange envelope stuck to a windshield wiper, you know, like a, like a parking ticket. Mm. And Caitlin's headline was something like, I love to eat the orange paper of the city. <laughs> and like, I still think about it. That was like two years ago. And like, we still, anytime I see a parking ticket, I always say the orange paper of the city. And there was another one. One was mine. And like, it was another one that like got brought up a bunch afterwards. It was like a picture of a basket of apples, like an apple picking basket. And I said something like, um, Sure do love these oranges. Hashtag grapes. <laughs> Something like that. I love the ones that like, so playing with my family, like at one point, and this might have even been during COVID. This might have been before that, but my older brother, because because like they're, they become callbacks to previous sessions to, you know, <laughs> which is like, uh, gets wild within itself. But there was Which one is that kind he did. of Star Wars. <laughs> it is pretty Star Wars. 
There was one he did, which was also sort of out of character for him because he's like a pastor and he's like got kids. But like mm. it wasn't that like nasty, bad or anything. But it was just like sort of out there because it was like, what would be the na- the best name for a line of bras for dogs? That's my Cookie Masterson impression. Yeah, um, that was good. And my brother put uh, pooch boobs, which is like <laughs> not particularly like there's not really... Uh, clever it's, it's like sort of satisfying to have that ooh in there twice yeah, it's like the two pooch boobs which it won because it was funnier than the other one but then it extra one because it was him that did it and we were uh-huh. like you said boobs like that's <laughs> not your thing right and then it beca- and then like it became now it's his go-to anytime like uh-huh. it's like a callback to like the one time when he did a really really good right, job right it's his um Here's your sign. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I feel like because my brother's like a fan. Of, like my my older brother's a big fan of comedy. Like he knows different comedians pretty well, and yeah. like you know introduced me to all like the big sitcoms that I watched like in high school and college, like your Arrested Developments and Communities and stuff. And I watched like the first two seasons of The Office with him when he was in college, and I was in like you know high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he wants to be funny but isn't funny Uh. and then like i make he's really great for me for my self-esteem because anything i say makes him laugh Uh like he just thinks i'm funny even when i'm like that wasn't funny and then my sister is sort of similar to me where i think she's funny pretty much no matter what she says and then like weirdly my little brother is kind of on the opposite and it's like him hit the youngest and the oldest both like wish they were funny and like they can't ever win at quiplash but then janae wins all the time and it Uh makes me really happy because i'm like you guys want it too bad like you gotta like really relax (laughs) and just let it happen um do we should we say anything about star wars before we go to the the break should so they do keep coming out with these oh yeah uh a series new iterations yeah um, and Re- and it's never terribly long before they end up just n- and and at, to no fault of theirs because they're the best games, but they repeat themselves. They'll do oh, yeah. fibbage another time, or they'll do drawful, or they'll do uh, quiplash. Well, um, and like essentially, and that's Star Wars. In every pack, it's like there's going to be a drawing one. Yes, there's going to be a trivia one. There's probably going to be like a numbers one, like that. Yeah. There's that percentages game. There, yeah, there's going to be some kind of quiplashy thing. If it's not quiplash, it's going to be similar where you're filling in a blank and sort of making a joke. Yeah, the and ones there might I've be enjoyed, one of those like presentation style ones. I feel like they've been branching out more recently with the more like hidden roll yes, ones, which yeah. I feel like early on it was like faking it was kind of like a very early type of that where it was all analog where you're like literally pointing you know whatever but like now uh-huh. th- there's more gaminess like they're getting more gamey right in the last couple things which i think is really fun but yeah reiterating on a past success and then also just sort of like remixing the earlier thing to be like well it's drawful but now it's on a t-shirt or like right. you know now it's in a that whatever so fun to tko yeah i love tko really good t-shirts get made from those um <laughs> So yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some, there's some, uh, some Star Wars stuff there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, are there characters? Characters. Aside, are there characters? Are there downloads? <laughs> yes. Are there emails? You get them on the store. The um. So I all the time nowadays even go. Mm-hmm. Which is like what oh, one yeah. of those little guys in Quiplash does. Yeah, when they like <laughs> eat up the little points or whatever. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I was going to say, we got the Quiplash guys. We got the Cookie Masterson. He's like, hi, I'm Cookie Masterson. I'm your host. Uh-huh. You have like the Trivia Murder Party guy who's got a That's scary a voice. There's a... Uh, there's uh, a... <laughs> there's a t-shirt guy. No, there's not very many characters. Are there bops? Not really. There's good music. The music is well done. But it is supposed... It's video game music. It's background music. So it's supposed right. to be like not too distracting while you are playing the game. Yeah, right. Not really sneaking around. I mean, guys, it's going to be low. It's a it's a, it's a, a series of computer games, for crying out loud. Right. Okay, that you play on your phone. What oh, there's want? that one that's like like Tinder, but you're all monsters. <laughs> yes, Monster <laughs> Seeking Monster. That one's pretty funny. Guys, I have a list of all the games pulled up, which is why I'm able to name these off oh, okay, when Mike cool. says them. I don't just know them all off the top of my head. Um, you know, there's that I one was, where you're like a little yellow circle and you eat ghosts. Oh, Mario! Like little pellets and like cherries. Uh, let's see, Dig Dug. Yes, Dig Dug. Dig Dug. Yeah. Um, there's that one everybody. where you're the god of war. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed. I've been playing that, and I'm I'm just like fully immersed in the world. <laughs> it's a good ass game. I don't know if you've noticed this or if you because you're playing it a little after the fact. You've probably noticed it, maybe not, but it's done in it's a done in one take. There are no loading screens, and so it never cuts right. away. Whenever you start the game, that camera shot at the beginning of the game will will go behind the shoulder of Kratos, right? Oh, uh-huh. and when you're playing, but then like when it goes into cinematics, it's yeah, seamless. Yeah, it, it it doesn't just like cut. Yeah, it pans around. Right, right, right. And I'm yes. sure it like. It might cut at some point, but like they, there's no loading screens. There's never a loading screen. Right. You pull up your inventory. The world is still happening around you. Like, it's a very. It was a big th- a deal when it came out because they were like, we made a game that has I no like loading screens. Never thought about it. I, I, I'm certainly aware of that now that you point it out. But well, I mean, I think that's the beauty of it is that you shouldn't be aware of it when you're right. playing it without knowing about it beforehand. It should just be like, wow, this is a really smooth experience. Yeah, yeah, you and know? it sure is. It's a great game. It's a great game. Everyone go play it. I never finished it, which makes me sad. And in fact, speaking of Pete, it's his game. You, you, you borrowed it. I uh, only realized recently that I like still had it because they were, you know, they're talking about the new game coming out, and I was like. I'm aware of this game. Why does that seem familiar to me? And I was oh, like, I stole oh, yes, the Pete. disc is five feet from me in my in my TV stand. I, I want to finish it, but I don't want to. I lost, I got a new, like I lost, I sold my PlayStation, I have a new one. I don't want to go through the 30 or 40 hours that I'd already logged into the game before I beat it, uh-huh. you know, and I don't want to do that again. So I'm like, I guess I'll just never finish this game. Plus um, it has that thing that like the Lego games have and, and basically all like single player open world games have where it's like you're rewarded for like finding like fucking toys or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, damn it. I am going to look in every corner of every room every time <laughs> I enter a new room. I am lucky that that somehow I did not get that part of my my brain does not react to collecting every collectible in anything. Yeah, which boy, is, mine sure does. Which is lucky for me because I already spend too much time in most games, and so if there was any kind of completionist, yeah, like collecting aspect that I felt like I needed to do, I would just be. I'd probably be dead by now. I'd probably be like those people in the internet cafes that die while playing World of Warcraft because they're dehydrated or whatever. Right. <laughs> Um, Internet cafes. <laughs> what was I going to say? Something about Jackbox or God of War? <laughs> I think it was about Jackbox, but there's a sci-fi game in Jackbox. There's a monster game in Jackbox. It's kind of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, you there was can, something else I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was. In the same way of like fan fiction, say, 
you have the agency to write anything in a lot of the games. So like you could do a Star Wars answer to every quiplash. That's what I was going to say is that there is a, not not that you, that reminded me, there is a whole outside externally from not related to Jackbox market of people playing Jackbox games on streams oh, for video on demand. Sure. You know what I mean? Like there are people who Talk do about it. A, a gene that you felt lucky you didn't get. I don't have the interest in watching. You're, a you're lucky. I have it sometimes. It's like 50 50 <laughs> for me. I'm more interested in like after the fact when it like if people edit videos and put them up of like, oh, we played Jackbox with the group and here it is like that's more interesting to me because it's like easier to watch than just like people talking yeah. and, you know, filling time in between rounds or whatever. But it yeah, created right. a, you know, culture around it that's not directly subsidiary to the thing that created it similar to your star wars fandoms or whatever here's a here's another like in real life thing i was at second city the other night and uh clearly there haven't been a lot of like shows starting again because all the postcard racks were pretty empty so if you are listening to our show because you saw one of two postcards at second city welcome welcome to how star wars is it but um one of the other postcards there was for this like live game show that i can't remember what it was called but it was like um a bunch of comedians have like setups and they all write punchlines or they all like make up punchlines right then and there. And then you, the audience like vote on who wins or whatever. It's like, that's yeah, quiplash. You guys, guys, can you do that? You just said quiplash and they're in Chicago. They could come. Yeah. Get you. They could come to your show. I mean, I suppose you can't. Arnie like, Camp could like, come to your what, show like, at midnight was. And that's effectively what it's like true. short form improv is. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that. You know, they could, they would have, you know, like obviously sex with they me would or 185 blanks walked into a bar or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's a, uh, every game. There's so many, I mean, even like apples to apples was essentially, and like cards against humanity is, is essentially write your own punchline, but it's just like, but choose your own punchline. Yeah, choose your own punchline. I think I've own. even said this on this show, but one time I was talking about uh, Cards Against Humanity with um, the JD Dinkelman guys, my my old independent improv team, and uh, I was saying like, what is it about Cards Against Humanity that like annoys me? Because like, because so many like regular folks play it, <laughs> like, yeah. and by that I mean like non comedy people, and then when you're in that group and you're like. It's similar to the quiplash thing of like, I don't know which card is funniest to you guys. And then it's yeah. like, oh, you guys all like the horrible, like wiping your bloody yes. dick on a, you know, whatever yeah, the fuck they say. And the like, shock uh, value of it. Rainy pointed out like it, the exact right reason why it's like annoying. It's because when people play one of those cards, they think that they're the one being funny. <laughs> right. But actually, I it was a comedy up. writer in Chicago. <laughs> right. No, yeah. Those, I feel like Cards Against... I feel like everybody had their time with Cards Against Humanity right. where you were like, the funnest game, the most hilarious game, and then a lot of people I know... And maybe it's just a Chicago bubble thing because we also... A lot of stuff came out about that company at a certain point which was not good but right. even just just the game itself i feel like a lot of people maybe it's just a chicago thing we're like and maybe it's a comedy thing we're like this is kind of boring to me now and not funny anymore right. and but i feel like a lot of those kind of games did that where like apples to apples i remember was sort of the first one that i experienced that was that kind of thing of like essentially like have a card and then like the funniest punchline you know it's yeah, not a punchline like a but subjective like, game right and it's like you're voting and then there were Card, then there was Cards Against Humanity, and then there were so many copycat yes, games yes. of essentially 
just the same variations. general mechanic, right. but a different variation slant. of that premise. Yeah. One color, one card with like a certain thing. Right. One color, the other card. That like, like the one puts that context. basically did your podcast that you had for a while. Yes, yes. There was <laughs> there was one called Super Fight. Yes, which was not Super Fights. Uh, which was why I gave mine an S. But yeah, it was essentially like Yeah, because otherwise that. it would have been Ooper Fight. Oh, yes. Ooper. <laughs> Ooper Fight. But yeah, like I, I literally have like a mini version of that game and I've never played it because I was like, this doesn't sound fun. Like, what am I going to be like? Oh, a, 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 a badger with laser eyes. Yeah, versus, right. It's, it's like, like the hypothetical thing that you say with your friends, like who would win in a fight? So-and-so or so-and-so. But it's like giving you the answers as opposed to like you yes. coming up with them. <laughs> and then also it's like, the, those games are so often too like they're like argue with your friends like I'm like okay yeah that's not fun because like if someone's too competitive right in a bad way it's then like, that game quickly becomes not fun anymore right, yeah anyway should we go to the break uh yeah <laughs> it's not gonna be very Star Wars okay we we and, and we're Jack <laughs> and we're Jack once again yeah. everybody and we will no longer be Jack after this month um and we're Cookie Masterson so we, Josiah and I, this week did, um, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm telling the truth. You are. Okay. We we did a thing where we both brought something as the game. Yeah. We each fancied ourselves a Jackbox writer and wrote Quiplash style prompts that mm-hmm. then we both have to answer. Now here, I will say this of, of my prompts. I remembered I had to do it last night while I was on the couch watching Survivor, so I just like threw some shit together and didn't think of it ever since. And and like I, uh, that's to say, I don't have answers ready for mine. Me neither. I did <laughs> okay. mine about thirty minutes before we recorded, and I similarly did not think of answers. I just tried to think of what a style of joke they do on that game, yes. and I don't think I did a good job. So, and then uh, the CJ, Liz, don't to- listen to this. Don't right. Now, the only other rule to this game we're about to play is we both have to come up with an answer for each of these. Yeah. And then um, we have to vote on which one we think is better, and we can't vote for ourselves. Right. In true Quiplash fashion, you can't vote for yourself. Uh-huh. So we'll see who wins. Yeah. How many did, um, you, did you make? Uh, I think I have like five, but I could probably cut one. one two, okay. Three. I have... I have I have I have like six, so I can cut one of mine. And then should we do it quiplash style, where we say all the things and we write down our answers, and then we reveal all the jokes at the end? Yeah, I think that's fun. Okay. All right. So let's, listeners, let's, let's go you can play forth. along at home. In fact, if you 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 should do so, we each have five. Let's say uh-huh. uh, you should uh, tweet at us and number like just yeah. like write a numbered list of your answers. <laughs> yes, and and you can do the audience vote thing that happens on quiplash and just like you know. It, to break to break oh, if yes. a tie if a tie happens you can break mm-hmm. the tie which we'll see yeah. if any ties happen and and how you're going to do that is not like as a general thing like after all 10 jokes i think josiah's were all funnier or or like josiah's in general were funnier or whatever you need to again tweet at us a numbered list yeah. and go number 1 mike number 2 yes. josiah number 3 exactly. josiah number 4 it, mike it is only then after the fact <laughs> that we will be able to fully judge yeah. the game yeah. So let's just go back and forth. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll and then start. we can probably cut out all the dead time it takes yeah. for us to think and write answers, right? Yeah, for sure. I'll start. Okay, number one. What's the best way to tell your boss at the Italian deli that you're quitting? 
Okay, I forgot that I have to write a joke to this. This is gonna be bad. I'm gonna do a bad job. And repeat that again, it's what's the... What's the best way to tell your boss at the Italian deli that you're quitting? Okay. You good? Yeah. Uh, number two. On the new season of Survivor, the twist is that all the players have to blank. Mm. You got you good, or do you want to hear it again? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> this one's kind of involved. Blank? I barely blank. <laughs> and it's the poker I barely know where, so they have to rhyme. Got it. Or they both That's have to the, end in er, or... Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay are you still working yeah we're good now available at trader joe's pumpkin spice blank <laughs> <sighs> i'm like what's funny you know yeah, I know. That's the type of prompt that, like, would be in a Quiplash game that then you'd get and go, well, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay. already seeing a trend in my answers, which are the, like, pick pick a really dumb, low-hanging fruit thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think mine are bad so far. Okay. The president has outlawed birds due to blank. Okay. That's stupid. God, I suck. Okay, go ahead. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> oh, funny. Okay. <laughs> A horrible thing to see on your car windshield. <laughs> okay. This is uh, my one opportunity to not have the character limit that Quiplash gives me. So one yes. second. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Okay. <laughs> my turn. Number right. seven. Uh, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish and he'll... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Blank. Okay, I'm ready. All right. The worst graphic to have on your COVID face mask. I mean, yeah. Man, that was a really dumb, bad answer. Mine's good. Number nine. This one sucks. That's but okay. I'm just going to say it. Knock, knock. Who's there? Trigonometry. Trigonometry who? So just write a punchline for that knock, knock joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. All right. Okay, and last Let's... but not least, number 10. This chicken sandwich trend is crazy. Even blank is selling them now. <sighs> okay, this is good. Okay. <laughs> All right, listeners, it's time to vote. All right, hopefully that was only about as long as it took to read the questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will be. All right, for question one. What's the best way to tell your boss at the Italian deli that you're quitting? So my answer was, smell me later. <laughs> like salami. Uh -huh. and, and mine was you. finger gestures. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
also good. All right, well, so I can't... we vote for each other, so that's a tie. Yeah, that's a tie. I was like, I can't vote for myself, and I don't want to vote for myself, so that uh-huh. one's a tie. All right, question two. On the new season of Survivor, the twist is that all the players have to, and I said, stand up to poop. <laughs> I said, kiss. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I like yours, too. So that's too. a tie. All right, good. Yeah, that's a tie. Number all three. Right. Blank, I barely blank. <laughs> and I just simulated they have to rhyme. Uh, so m- mine was, I don't know why this popped into my head. Gangnam style, that was the first thing I thought of, so I had to rhyme with that. Gangnam style, I barely wronged him, Lyle. Oh, wow. That's a very your dad doing yes. the song thing. I think that's what was in my head. Mine was, um, fuck him. I barely <laughs> know him. <laughs> <laughs> good yeah pretty fun i vote for mike that's gonna be a tie uh-huh. all right number four now available at trader joe's pumpkin spice blank i said a pumpkin pie <laughs> good i almost said something like that i almost said pumpkin mine's gonna be the uh pumpkin spice that bell that they have that they really <laughs> <laughs> that like i had a good time bell yeah yeah, yeah that one that's good i, I vote for uh, you Thanks. I vote for you. <laughs> the president has outlawed birds due to, I said, the fish lobbyists, which is stupid. Uh-huh. And I said due to them being pretentious little flying bitches. <laughs> Are you on with Caitlin's kick about I, I, hating birds? Not, I, I almost even referenced Caitlin's Instagram story the other day. She, I asked her yesterday if like she's still on the like uh, fuck birds for the rest of my life kick. And she was like, I think I was just in a mood yesterday. But like, they are annoying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the little flying rats. It's great. Uh-huh. Uh, your turn. Uh, okay. Oh, that was a tie, by the way. Yeah, we tied. Number six, a horrible thing to see on your car windshield. I wrote parking ticket and Mitch McConnell holding OJ Simpson like a baby and swaddling clothes saying, be not afraid for I bring you good tidings of great joy. That would be bad. I put the orange paper of the city. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's what my brain was saying when I came up with that prompt. I was like, what's a right. Jackbox thing? And I was like, oh, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. the orange paper of the city. Uh, uh, this is a tie, by the way. That's we tie. Give a, man to, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish and he'll... This one got sad. I don't know why. But uh, he'll inevitably, inevitably end up alienating his children who don't share his love for this outdoor activity. <laughs> Uh, my brain kind of went in that direction for a while and then I like abandoned it. Um, I wish I would have. I said that he will say, well, actually, I already know how to fish. <laughs> That's good. I vote for you. Like, don't think you're teaching me here. Yeah. I'm actually, I've actually heard about fish before. So, yeah. well, actually fishing. Um, the worst graphic to have printed on your COVID face mask. I said your own butthole. <laughs> That's good. I know what it is because I've seen it, and it's those ones that are of someone's face with a mask pulled down. Have oh, you seen those? Uh-uh. At the wedding I went to, I hadn't seen one in real life. At the wedding I went to, a couple had a mask that like makes it look like it is a the top part that's on your nose is a squished nose and mouth with a mask printed uh, like underneath the mouth and the chin. So from far away, you it could like you they are wearing a mask, but they've pulled it down below yes, their mouth. You could be confused as to thinking they have it underneath but it also squishes their features and makes their face look smaller than it is because it like right uh 
like the eyes are in the middle of the head. Yes, and then the <laughs> mouth and nose are too close together, and it like I don't scooches. like the idea of that. It's so stupid because it's not a funny joke, and no. also it scared me every time I saw them because it looks like. It looks like a serial killer mask. It looks like some kind yeah, of weird, weird, like mask you'd put on. It's like the fucking Halloween thing of the Inside Out William Shatter. It's very upsetting. Yeah, don't like. I it. vote for you though. Yeah, and I vote for you. Okay, knock knock. Who's there? Trigonometry. Trigonometry. Who? I put Sokotoa. Oh, okay, Do you I wrote trigonometry is a type of math. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. was like. How do I start a sentence with tree? And then I was like, tree is a tree. Like I was I, trying to figure out a tree thing too, and then I gave up and just said Sokotoa. Yeah. Like sine, cosine, tangent. Guys remember that? I'm gonna not vote for either of us. Yeah, me too. That feels right. <laughs> okay, so that's a tie. This might be my favorite answer, this next one, so go ahead. Alright, last but not least, number ten. This chicken sandwich trend is crazy. Even blank has one now. I said, even my little cousin has one now. <laughs> I said, even the chickens from Chicken Run have one now. <laughs> That's good, because their whole thing yeah. was not being eaten. Yeah. And I vote for your cousin. Yeah. And I vote wow, for that. a tie. Wow, holy cow. Who could have known? Listeners, nine votes to... for you, nine votes for me, and on one, neither, neither of us <laughs> one got One abstention. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, remember to tweet at us your... Both both your answers to each question, and if you voted for me or Mike, <laughs> yeah. So we Here's can how break you do this it because you're gonna need to do it as a thread because it'll be yeah. too many characters. Number them the numbers mm -hmm. that we gave them. Rewrite the questions. <laughs> yes, make them better because we won't remember. Then oh, write your answer, and then write the name of the person who you think won. So you're probably going to have to make a 10-tweet thread. <laughs> and make sure to put in the number slash, like, one out of, you know, however many, like, yes, in the right. tweet itself. One of 10. Two of so 10. So we know. Yeah. Thank God for that expanded character limit on Twitter, or else how would our listeners do this? Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Hey! Oh! We should have done a Twitter episode. Oh. <laughs> Both Mike and I's face just got like so, like we discovered something real. Our faces like, just went like Sokotoa. We were like Sokotoa. <laughs> what a weird mnemonic, because that's not anything, but I love it. Anyway. Yeah, opposite over hypotenuse and adjacent over hypotenuse. Yeah, so, so it's like sine was opposite over adjacent, yeah. co is opposite over hypotenuse and then toa was opposite over oh wait yeah no so yeah. is opposite so over hypotenuse is oh yeah 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 stupid things stupid. yeah um well let's see do we have anything else to say about jackbox how star wars is it before we wrap up shit uh there is sneaking around that's true you do have to lie sometimes yeah and sneak around hope that people don't discover you yeah which is fun I like a lying game. I like a hidden role game, a werewolf, if mm -hmm, you will, mm -hmm. a mafia. Those are fun. That would be a fun thing to do is like you literally have to sneak around like like you get directions that you have to like move something in the space, you mm. know, like like something that you actually have to get up and like change your environment and other people have to like keep you from doing it, but they don't know what your thing says, you know, like. Yeah, that would be interesting if, if the games get more analog. Like it's like you have your phone to give you the prompt, but like do something in this real physical space. Yeah, yeah. Would be kind of interesting. Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have done some real reaches like we normally do with these kind of things, but it's going to be pretty low. Yeah. 
I mean, do we want to do units of measure? It's fun. It is fun. I like it. You know, it. like it's fun for all demographics. It's true. I feel like anybody can get into it. Yeah. There's not a really big barrier of entry. Maybe even less so than Star Wars. Because I feel like sometimes people who haven't watched Star Wars think like, well, what am I going to go watch a Star Wars movie? Like right. I have to watch all this other stuff. It's like you don't. Right. Everybody thinks they do. So pretty low barrier to entry. Um I don't know. Yeah, boy, I don't have like a thought. I know that my what my brain is saying is our typical like we don't have a good number answer for this. Yeah, let's just like let's just like really reach deep down into our guts and say what it is. Yeah, picking you in a measure. Let's finish up. It's a Thursday, everyone. We're running on we're running on fumes. Yeah, man. And our entire uh, Patreon episode that we just recorded was talking about being like sad. <laughs> yeah, it might have been the biggest bummer that we've done yet of an episode. <laughs> sad that it's dark and that people aren't getting vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. So was brutal. tune in every week and join us for five dollars a month on Patreon if you want to hear that. Listen, everyone, I had to go to I have to go to therapy every other week now. So now the Patreon gets the bonus <laughs> angst yeah. that I have saved up. Um. Um, I'm thinking my unit of measure is going to be those little quiplash guys who are like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And one of them my, is like a, weirdly a coffin. Yeah, he's strangely a coffin, and like the other ones are like one weird amorphous like blobs. One of them like only one eye. I'm, mine are going to be the weird trivia murder party like voodoo doll guys. Oh, yeah. If we're doing yeah. cute little guys. And I mean, I'm just going to give it a two. Yeah, I'm thinking two. There's enough things to give it a two, but I can't think of anything to give it higher. And that's all. So shut up, everyone. <laughs> um, now, of course, uh, listeners, uh, thanks for listening. Um, if if uh, if you're having fun with Jack Month, um, <sighs> don't worry. Even though that next week's episode is the end of the month, and we've been doing a Star Wars movie at the end of every month, don't worry because this one still fits the theme because it's the most jacked up Star Wars movie. <laughs> yes, it is that's true i'm glad you went there tune in next week and you'll hear us uh re-review the rise of skywalker and if you if you were one of the people that liked that movie probably skip the episode because we have nothing good to say about it most likely i'm excited to revisit it though because we're, we're gonna meet up this weekend and, and do our commentary of it for the patreon every month we release a commentary track of one of the different star wars films and I am excited to... This will be the second time ever that I see this movie. Me too. <laughs> and I am like weirdly excited to watch it. Me too. I'm excited to watch it. And I'm also excited for about the halfway point where we both are like, I'm tired. Yeah. And this movie's bad. Yeah. But it's going to be fun because I haven't seen it in two years or however many years it's been. And if you want us on the internet... Uh, other than, of course, this show, you can uh, send us an email at agoodpodcast at gmail.com because, of course, that's what this is. Mm -hmm. um, or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at How Star Wars Is It? That's right. Where and sometimes I remember to post. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you can find other, other information in the show notes. No one reads them. Uh, I've been having a full on, I, I, there is a now meta thing happening in the notes. <laughs> and I think it's going to become a. <laughs> Uh, maybe a full-blown story, a novel, I don't that know. That is why I I will be the first to admit I don't think I've ever read them once. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know no one reads them. I know mm -hmm. I'm just talking to myself in there, and so that's why they have become just a place for me. That is really funny. That reminds me of um, the opening credits to uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. 
Yeah. There's like a, a story ha- happening in them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's um, what's happening to me in the, in the notes right now. So uh, it's about time for Terry Bye Bye. Like we always say, we love, love you. you. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Bye. Bye. Did Charlie watch Squid Game? She did. Does she want to talk about it too? <laughs> Charlie, do you want to talk about Squid Game? Yeah. Okay, great. I'll set up another microphone. <laughs> <laughs>